This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> just got over here a little bit ago as I was pulling up I uh, I got a notification what was that? on the old the old cellular device from Google now because I've shown interest in this topic before yeah um, Donald Trump won the Oregon primary yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Bernie Sanders won the Oregon primary yes yes he did and if I click more results, or rather tap, uh, it shows me. Let's take a look here. That Clinton has twenty two hundred delegates out of twenty three eighty three needed for nomination. There's nine hundred forty six still available. Sure. Sanders has fifteen hundred. Yeah. And there are more primaries to happen. So on the on the 17th of May, which I guess is, well, I guess that was today, Kentucky, Clinton has 27, Sanders has 27, and in Oregon, Sanders won and has 28 delegates, and Clinton has 24. Mm-hmm. So, that's what Google says. Yeah. I don't know if Google's right, but that's what Google says. Yeah, that's what happened today. Um, what, uh, so... Why doesn't the Sanders guy drop out? Because <laughs> he, 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 I mean, the goal is to disrupt the uh, the Democratic Party. That's what is, what's going to happen. What's, what's going to happen is you're going to have a split in the Democratic Party, and uh, <clears throat> Bernie people are going to be solidly for Bernie, and Trump people are going to be... Till the bitter end, you think? Till the bitter end. Like the number of people that leave him, yep. like the number of people that would have left Cruz very, or something for very, Trump is going to yeah, be so very, much smaller. Yeah, very small. Yeah. Um, That's kind of weird. Well, I mean... With so many people in the election, it's an ideology that you 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 follow. Um, but with, right. with with Bernie people, it's it's legitimately it's 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 a religion. It's their heart and soul, you know. Yeah, um, I feel like some, there's nobody nothing. on the right that really had that, except except Cruz for the for the real real hard right. But still, that's a small minority. I mean, with Bernie supporters, you're talking a lot of people. You know, yeah, half of the Democratic Party, um, over half. Because there has been a lot of you know corruption mm-hmm. in the uh, in the voting with some of the claims stuff. Yeah, there's there's a lot of delegates that that she has that Bernie Sanders should have. Anyway, suffice it to say, uh, it's not it's not really over in the Democratic Party. Um, really, mean, a lot of people said it's over, but Clinton it, doesn't have it. Not locked up, not not locked up, and uh, California's still on the way. So we'll see. And that what could go there. that could go big for Sanders too. Yeah, well, you know, Hillary Clinton did a lot of things um, uh, when she was in the White House and when she was in the governor's governor's mansion. You know, um, a, a lot of a lot of friendships in the South, uh, which is why you know. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so how can how can Hillary Clinton take eighty percent of the black vote in Mississippi and Alabama and Arkansas and Tennessee because they're so popular in Louisiana? You mean? And Florida and Georgia and all these other places. How can she in, right. in, in the South? How can she take 
eighty to ninety percent of the black vote in the South. Like, how does that happen? I mean, she's, she's been exposed as a as a crook and as a, as a criminal, right? Um, well, maybe the blacks feel like, like they have finally have somebody they can relate to. <laughs> Man, that, you might, you was, might have just hit it on the head. No, that was no. a poorly <laughs> that was a poorly done minority joke. Uh, no, you might have just hit it on the head. No, it's so. So, how does that Speaking happen? Of that, why should you never run over a Mexican on a bicycle? I don't know. Because it's probably your bike. Oh. Ah. <clears throat> um. Sorry. So, so all, basically, what I'm, what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that her time as first lady in Arkansas and first lady in the White House, right, was spent greasing the palms of election f- officials in the South, in all of these districts, and all these, these greasing just the palms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In, in all these districts and everything, <laughs> everything else, I'm, I'm, she she got to know people and she made the right connections and and those people are still in power. These election officials and and and, and judges and things like that, they can sway the vote in certain districts this way or that way. Right. She she kind of jerry rigged the South and she did it on the East Coast as well. Um, I don't know if she's going to get away with it in California and she 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 doesn't really need to get away with it in California. Um, you know, if she got forty five percent of the vote, she gets you know I'm not. I, I, Pretty sure, like most in, of the things in the Democratic Party, the the uh, the delegates in California are proportional for their primary. So, you know, you know, is she she she'll get forty percent at least, and that right. that'll be enough to to bring her to the number that she needs. But and then Sanders I don't, will run I, independent. I mean, this past week, all the all the hoopla at the the Nevada convention. What uh, happened the out Dem- there? Uh, they're just a a um. Everybody going ape. Shit. Everybody going ape. Shit. The convention's rules not really followed. The rules, um, the slates of rules that were put together to go through before they were voted on by the floor. Various things, uh, just trying. You know, the, the 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 people who have been running that convention for for twenty years, just trying to you know ramrod Hillary Clinton through it. Right. So. <laughs> It's the first time, you know, they're trying to, anyone's trying to ram Hillary through. I was going to say, say ramrod one more time, but say it's all. Ramrod. Everything is sex. <laughs> so, so. Most unintending. Long story Unintentionally short, sounding sexual um, <laughs> term. Hillary Clinton is going to take the Democratic nomination. Yeah. But only because she's stealing it. Um, <laughs> hey, win's a win, Matt. Right. <laughs> in politics. And in football. Yeah, that's right. Or any other sport. Deflate gate. Yeah. Tom Brady, you know. Or in love, right? Pumping up his balls. Oh, yeah. I mean, actually, it was deflate. He was deflating his balls. I said deflate gate. Oh. Anyway, um, and then you have Bernie Sanders, uh, an ideologue, <laughs> a socialist. It's so funny. A, a, guy, a guy who is, is for the expansion of government um, and, you know, just... Just, I mean, open the floodgates. Just flood in the gates. way that he sees fit. Open, open the floodgates on, on, I mean, he's he's enough of a rube and enough of an ideologue and enough of a true believer that he's going to go to Washington and get his shit eaten for breakfast. <laughs> um, and they're going to take everything they're gonna that laugh they, about they, the city. All the, all the big picture things that he wants to do. Yeah. Like the free health care for everybody across right. the board. The free um, college. Free college and all this other stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's going to, he's going to just. A median f- wage for doing nothing, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, a, a, a living guaranteed wage. A chicken in every pot. Um, <laughs> and and it's going to just cause the government to just balloon, and a lot of people are going to make a lot of money. Right. Um, and they're not going to. And be, all the wrong ones. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then then you have you have Donald Trump, 
who is probably going to do the exact same thing, except he won't get his shit eaten for breakfast. Uh-huh. They might save it for lunch or dinner because you know he's because <laughs> he's intimidating Trump. person, right? Uh, no, he he's he's because he knows how to handle a boardroom, Matt. He's the only person he hasn't told He's yet. the only person who could go into Washington and actually like make any significant difference, but he won't be able to because he um, um he's spent twenty years making connections in politics, right? You know, because that's what you have to do if you're going to do big business like that. Big business, you have yeah. to. So he has a lot of connections. Um, I'm sure he has a lot of people who owe him favors. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think. I think <sighs> Gary the, Johnson's my boy. I, th- I think. I think we what we've seen in the past week of of Paul Ryan and so many other Republicans. You know. Um, yeah, Paul Ryan said what? That acting, he was on board with Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Acting as though they're not on board, and then saying they're going to have to think about it, and then. Having to have meetings with Trump and then coming out a couple days later and saying, I didn't agree with everything, but you know what? We need to solidify the party. It's all bluster. It's all show to get every as many Republicans on Behind board with train. whoever the nominee is. All aboard the Trump train. Exactly. So yeah. it what, what this past week in the Republican Party, it's damage control to make sure that people don't vote for Gary Johnson, to make sure that people don't vote well, for Rand Paul, yeah. for, to make sure that people don't um, go, you know, third party and they stay with Donald Trump yeah. so that they can beat Hillary Clinton. Right. Um, or ha- or have a hope in hell too at least. So so what does that tell you about Donald Trump? Well, it tells you that Donald Trump uh, seceded a lot As of things and said that I'll be your party boy because party boy because Paul Ryan would not have would not have right been like okay let's basically say because he's telling a nice people young let's face solidify for conservatism. Well, he's been telling people let's solidify behind Donald Trump right right so that no one goes third party. But I mean if you if. Donald Trump was really going in there and saying, hey, this is how it's going to be. We're going to change things. Paul Ryan, in an attempt, because he knows that if things change, he loses all his position and all his power, you know. Right. Uh, if if he fights to keep things from not changing, then he gets to just have to wait another four years. Right. And then maybe he gets to run. Right. Um, but so if Donald Trump goes in and doesn't concede and – bow down to party lines, then that's what happens. Paul Ryan says, hey, go f*** yourself, and then just waits another four years <laughs> till Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton f*** the country up enough. Right. So that And then and then the country will be, please election. give us a GOP candidate. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But, okay, here, here's a side note, though, and I don't know if you knew this, um, but I heard uh, my boy, uh, by the way, thanks for offering me some water. I could really, he's got some dry mouth over here. Matt. It's in the kitchen. You? Okay. All right, well. It's, uh, Go on your rant, fine, whatever. Matt's Matt's a bit of a grumpy individual this evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's 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 late. We were going to do the show earlier. Uh, s- situations beyond both of our controls uh, kept that from happening. I do apologize, uh, both to Matt and the listeners who now have to deal with his grumpiness. Um, I meant to ask you, Matt, right before we stepped on the air. Do you not? Uh, how do I put this delicately? Um, do you have any weed? So what's like? Why, why don't you just why don't you just toast a bit and then we'll? Because it would just make me sleepier at this point. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're being serious, I don't want that. But like, I, I just just a little bit, just a just a just a toast, just no, to kind of no, I'm fine. I elevate put, the spirits. I already put it up for the evening. I already put it up in the room. It's it's fine. It's good. Uh, yeah, I think I smoked like two hours ago, and then that's what made me even more sleepy. Because that thirsty. was after. My goodness! I had like six be- six beers during the Blues game. Oh, earlier? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you're sleepy because you're you drink enough alcohol to where six beers isn't going to leave you hungover. 
but it's wearing off, so you're sleepy. Pretty much, yeah. And then <laughs> okay, also, well, also I ate. Why uh, didn't you tell Doctor Addison that right when he got here? I ate two bratwurst, bratwursts <laughs> with without buns. Now, did you eat? Uh, uh, did I you eat bratwurst? Protein? Or like there is only sex. Mm. Did you hear that? Two bratwurst. Now, did you eat them at the same time, Matt? I, I did not. Is sex. I had one. Boom, roasted. And then when I had cleaned up from the one, I then had the other. Okay, so two bratwurst back yeah, to back because I wanted the protein. To help soak up the alcohol. Right. Suffice it to say, it, it, it... Great story. Compelling and rich. You brought it up. You brought it up, <laughs> sir. Well, you brought up the fact that you ate two bratwurst, and I had to, obviously... Because I Come on, I man. had to bring like, up about the alcohol. Right. And I had to say that I, I had plenty of protein to counter out the effects of the alcohol. Because you asked me to smoke weed. I did. Anyways, I, I said all that to say, so did you know, and I don't know if you know this or not, perhaps I'm bringing something to the table that you weren't aware of, mm-hmm. but for a candidate mm-hmm. to be, uh, now, and, and here's the way Gary Johnson put it, and I, I, as the listeners of the show know, as you know, I'm a big fan, right? Uh, yeah. I donated to his campaign. That's who I'm going to vote for. I, uh, My card-carrying response to political discussions on Facebook now is I just paste a link to Gary Johnson's page where he talks about his issues. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, mm-hmm. you know, all of my friends are, oh, Trump, and I feel I have to get behind him, or I still can't get behind him, or Neh. I just I, that just copy and paste. Just yeah. GaryJohnson2016.com slash issues. Just, yeah. just please, please go look at it. Anyways, I said all that to say. Apparently, and this is from the horse's mouth. This is what Gary Johnson was talking about on on a um, uh, a podcast, and he was talking about how basically the presidential debates are the equivalent of the political Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And if you could quantify, or if you could put in dollars, the amount of uh, advertising is kind of a, not a very good descriptor, but the amount, the dollar amount of what it means even to be in those debates yeah. in terms of a presidential campaign, mm-hmm. it's hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Now, that being said, there is a privately run uh, board that basically decides who is in the debates. Mm-hmm. And it is largely decided off of how much they're polling at yeah. and whether or not a third party can be in there. Now, the last time... A national poll was taken, I think he said two months ago. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. But the last time a national poll, and I talked about it on this program a few episodes back, he polled at 11%. Gary Johnson, libertarian candidate, polled at 11%. Yeah. He was the libertarian nominee in 2012. He hopes to be the libertarian nominee uh, this time around. He's polling at 11%. To be in the presidential debates, you have to poll at 15%. And basically, he was saying... Essentially, he feels like the system is rigged to the point where even if he were to poll above 15%, which he's polling at 11, that's not unfeasible to make that jump. Yeah. When you have uh, candidates as polarizing as a Hillary Clinton slash Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. Sure. It's not unfeasible to think that 15% of people would say, you know what, I'm going to vote Gary Johnson this time. But that system is rigged to keep him from polling at those numbers. Like, he's left off a, a lot of national polls. That way he doesn't poll at 15%. That way he doesn't he doesn't even have the opportunity to debate with the Donald Trumps and the Sanders yeah. and, the, and the Clintons of the world. Anyways, what are your thoughts on that? The system Accurate. is rigged? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. And it's not rigged at the top. It's rigged at the bottom because if you control everything at the bottom, right. then the people who get to the top are people who have already gone through your systems of controls. 
Right. And they've already gone, jumped through your hoops and your litmus tests. Right. And you can make sure that the product that hit the product that hits the stage is, is what you want. Is what you want. I mean, how much do advertisers pay on Fox News on a Tuesday night during oh, an during election the year? Well, how, how much? Oh, for like a Super Tuesday type thing? Exactly. Or, or even just a, an election day? Exactly. Yeah. Or, or the debates, right? Uh, you know, advertising on the, that's not just the people who get to be on that stage and make money just from being on the stage, you know? Yeah. Or, or make money. And again, it's not necessarily, it's not money and like they're not getting paid for the debates, but it's the folks sitting in the living room saying, oh yeah, I'm going to watch the debate tonight. You're going to watch the debate tonight. And then everybody goes home and watches the debate and there's a voice on there that is not part of the establishment, yeah. you know, not part of the, uh, you know, uh, Marco Rubio popping an Adderall. On live during one of the debates. Wait, did he do this? Oh yeah, oh yeah. What? Yeah, he took something out of his pocket and put it up in his mouth and did a dry swallow on camera. Really? Yep. And he it was, was Xanax, or and he was he was constantly drinking. Like he had a water water bottle with him whole whole time. Was he doing? And it this? wasn't during the commercial breaks, but that- he he was very he was very sweaty and he was he had like nervous tics. Kept like rubbing his. Okay, pocket. so uh, so I was saying, really? Yeah. Dude definitely had an Adderall problem. He was he was on he was on some greenies. He was on some uppers. He was on some whoop whoop. Oh. Uh, <laughs> really? All right. Well, there you go. If if so, I can get behind a guy that's into that. Marco Rubio doing that, <laughs> or say for instance, Ted Cruz eating a booger on stage. Yeah, which he did. Uh-huh. We all we all see the the video of him eating, eating his own booger. Yeah. Is this leading to you're going to make an analogy about Gary Johnson sparking a bowl? No, but. <laughs> And 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 Ben Carson falling asleep on national television, which he did. Um, that's all. All those flubs. And that's, those are that's big. Matt's presidential highlight reel, by the way. Those right are there. big from the debates. Yeah. yeah, those are big flubs by a candidate. All those flubs are worth more than Gary Johnson has spent on his entire campaign because they got more press. Even though it's negative, even though they look like buffoons, it was worth right because the Mashables and the Buzzfeeds talk about. What happened during the debates? Look at this and look at that. Reddit didn't gift it. Yeah, like <laughs> you can, you you can you can get more press and That's more all you followers. Gotta do is have Reddit gif you, man. Then, and then it's more done. votes. You can get more votes from eating a booger or taking <laughs> drugs on, during the debate than you can from running your campaign successfully and correctly and 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 being an issues candidate. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really want to talk about politics necessarily, and I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Okay. Didn't. Well, I'm sorry for bringing it up then, because I definitely was the one who was like, "So tell me, Matt. Well, here's this well, and that no, and the I, other." Yeah, I got the Google alert, and it was in my head. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, man. It just. I. I mean, I guess we'll see how it all plays out. But I would really like to see, um, a Gary Johnson, you know, yeah. pull pretty heavily because, and even he said, you know, before he's like, it's it's, it's not really even about winning. It's about the. The, the polling at 15% and having a libertarian mm-hmm. candidate stand up during the debates. Yeah. Like, that would be incredible. Yeah. That would be the first time in our lifetimes. And even he said that he's no, like, that would be wouldn't. the first time in, in... It would be the first time in our lifetimes. We had Ross Perot. He was during in the presidential debates. Right. In 91, 92. And he was libertarian or Green 91. Party? Uh, he, he was independent. I'm not sure. I don't know if he was on libertarian ticket. Libertarian wasn't around then. Um, I think he might have been Green Party. I'm not... I don't, I don't yeah. remember. I don't know. I I just think it would go a long way for because I I really do and and Gary Johnson has has said this too that that 
sort of the millennials, the folks that have grown up with the internet type mm-hmm. thing that are now voting and stuff are much more aware and much more dissatisfied with the two-party political system that we've got yeah. going on. I think everybody's not just millennials, it's everyone. Well, I think I think we're kind of pushing the movement of, of yeah. you know, because yeah. we're all, you know, talking about it on Reddit all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so welcome to give that some thought. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Tripod blood, tripod blood blasting flagship show. Tripod broadcasting's flagship show. We spent the first and grumpy, ladies and gentlemen. We spent the first what fifteen minutes now talking about politics, something like that. Yeah, and and we we just wanted to get out of the way because we have a very special guest on the podcast tonight. (laughs) Do we? We do. Um, I would like to introduce my personal close friend, Mm. um, media mogul. Uh, the runner of the stock markets. He knows in in inside and out. He has a lock on what's going to happen. He knows right. what's happening in the in, in in the Asian markets right now. Right. What's going to happen in the in the European markets tomorrow? Right. Uh, and he knows how to take your portfolio from zero to hero, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a man who needs no introductions, but I'm going to try anyway. Uh, the great financial planner. Mm. Uh, uh, financier and stock market wizard, Addison Todd. Stock market extraordinaire. That's correct. <laughs> Addison, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, it was my pleasure. Uh, yeah, I'm a big, big fan. Yeah. Uh, you know, long time, first time, as they say. Yeah. Now, um, I was. I, we, we were talking earlier on the show, and we had to stop. And you had to take a phone call. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, right. Kramer from Mad Money. Yeah, that's he, right. He was. He actually and and well, he was asking me, you know, but because he, he calls me well, before he was the show, doing, he wants was some talking research, points. Doing research on on tomorrow's show, but at, you had it on speaker, and he asked you, yeah, hey Addison, how did I do tonight? Did I make you did I make you proud? Right, and it really, I mean, you know, it really showed, you know, uh, what it meant to him, what it meant to him, yeah. and what it meant, you know, and what it means to therefore the world. And to be honest, Mad Money, eight out of ten, you know, you know, mm-hmm. one day we'll hit a ten out of ten. Sure, and that that principle also applies to the stock market. You may start at an eight, mm. but you want to go to a ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and wives, you may start it at an eight. Um, you get to a ten eventually. Is that it? They're doing great things in plastic surgery these days. Let me tell you, are they amazing things? <laughs> I have some great friends, fantastic friends, terrific friends. I've had all my life, all my life. I love these friends. Okay, and they know me. They I've been around for a long time. They know me. They trust me. I have friends in plastic surgery. They're great. It's amazing. Um, you're you're going to be blown away. You're going to be blown away by this by the people I know in plastic surgery. They can make an eight. I'm serious, folks. Okay, I'm serious. All right, they can take an eight, make them a ten. Uh, that's that's Matt's Donald Trump, by the way. And I'll post that, by the way, to Telegram. I took a short video, but it, it, his gestures, man, his gestures. But anyway, they're great. They're, they're great. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I forgot to throw in the talk, mic adjustment there. He, he talks with his mouth open, like yeah. so open. He doesn't close on his words. It's weird. Anyways, no. Uh, yeah, so I've dabbled around, dabbled around uh, in yeah. the stock market. I mean, it's, it's you're being awfully humble right now. I, You've dabbled. <laughs> Talk uh, da- more, you, you more like talk concrete more gains, like, Matt. Is that what you like, want to talk? Do you want to talk concrete gains? Yes. Do you want to talk margins? Do you want to talk what the markets are doing? You say dabbled, but it's more like change the game and set the bar. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. So I got. Do you know who's this. dear listener? Do you know whose idea it was originally for rich people to s- take money from poor people? Addison's. That's right. That's right. And then I sold it to the rich folks. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Okay. Uh, I, was, I was like, rich guys, 
I got a great idea to make you even richer. Yeah. And they were like, do tell. And I was like, for $100 million? Of course I will. Yeah. How about... And they were like, that's chump change. We offer that's a... That's Trump change. Game change. There it is. Um, <coughs> I love that wrestling gif, by the way, of Trump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it never gets old. Because I use it in so many contexts. In Telegram, it just says I'm chatting with folks. But yeah. uh, anyways, okay. So I got hooked... Uh, well, so a year ago... I believe, was when Robinhood was announced on Android. That's the name of the app. Okay. And I, I follow sort of Android news, and it was like, hey, uh, uh, download Robinhood and install it, and they're going to give you five free bucks. And I was like, free, you say? So I went and downloaded it and installed it. Like I said, this was a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, whatever it was. Didn't think about it until, I don't know what made me think about it like a week ago or two weeks ago. But I was yeah, like, it's like a month ago. I think it was like two weeks. No, it was about a month ago. Was it? Yeah. You've been talking about it for a minute. Well, I thought about it, and I, uh, and yeah, I don't know what brought it up into my head, but I was like, I need to download that and look at my $5, like, because mm. I'm pretty sure my $5 is still there. Yeah. So I downloaded it, re-logged in, all this kind of stuff, and uh, yeah, I've been doing some investing. Uh, I added uh, another $10 of my own money. Capital, as they say. Yeah. Uh, leading me to... Fifteen dollars of my own money. So wait, but but your initial there initially you've only you only have ten dollars worth of capital into this, right? Yeah, because the five dollars is free. Yeah, yeah. And that being said, uh, Matt, I'm going to go ahead and show you this, mm. and then you can go ahead and read the figure for our listeners. Sure. Uh, this is where this is the value of my portfolio mm-hmm. as we speak. Okay. Uh, Twenty two thousand two hundred eighty seven dollars. No, no, no. Twenty two dollars. Oh, I'm sorry. I am tired. It's, that's the decimal point. Twenty two dollars and twenty one cents. That's right. That's right. Twenty two dollars wow. and twenty one cents off of ten dollars of my own money. Yeah. I'm on the fast track to becoming rich. That's all there is to it. No, but anyways, you so you made ten dollars in arguably two weeks. That's mm, really just for doing some research. And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Really, what it is for me, it's fun. Yeah, because I, I I like, I mean you, you listeners know me, you know me. Like, what do I like more than anything in this world? My phone. Yeah, it's, that, that's that's it. Really, it's like wife, caffeine, phone. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's in that order. Yeah. Um, and sometimes phone and caffeine go above wife, but you know that's not it. Every, every good relationship has yeah. ebbs and flows. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> sometimes. Uh. Yeah, so and I like being on my phone. I like researching it, mm-hmm. like seeing where a company's going to go, trying to trying to sort of find out what stocks are going to go up or down or whatever. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And I I so I sent it to this group that that I have with a, f- a couple of friends of mine and two three of them installed it on my recommendation. And so now every day at the end of the day we post screenshots of our portfolios mm-hmm. and and everybody's like, "Yeah, I started with 20, here's where I'm at." And everybody's gaining, Matt. Everybody's gaining. Wow. Everybody's winning. That step of America, I can promise That's you. That's probably because Trump is, you know, making us great again. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, well, no, one of the companies that I've that I've bet money on, and I'll just pull this up. I was going to talk. I about like the way you but... said that. I bet money on. Well, that's what the stock market is. Yeah, I know. And people say I invested. No, you took. You're taking a gamble, right? On something. Well, I think you really truly are because yeah. nothing is sure. And just just like in gold could fall, gold the the dollar, yeah. the whole market could crash, the housing market could do this. It it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like, I, and I'm not foolish enough, which is also why I've told myself I ain't putting any more money in. 
15 bucks. I'm screwing around. My goal is like, like kind of my goal is like, I'd like to turn that into a hundred. I just like to see that become a hundred just based on my own research and screwing around, but I ain't putting any more money in. Mm-hmm. Cause I know like in, in, in a week, like if I screwed around and like, yeah, I'd be like, well, I could just put 10 more in like, no, no, I might as well go to the casino and put it in there. I, I have just as much of a chance of getting just anything. like at the casino, maybe more of a chance. Just like at the Especially casino, if it's blackjack, where you're actually making some decisions. There's there's good gambling and there's bad gambling. If you sit down at the blackjack table, you don't know what you're doing. That's bad gambling. Yeah. If you sit down at the slots and you're drunk, that's bad gambling. <laughs> you know, if you just keep hitting that penny button. If you stay home, and we've all done it. We've stay, all done it. If you stay home, eat some tacos and watch a movie, go to bed early. That's good gambling. Well, it's not. It's bad if gambling you're driving for your body. To the, if you're driving to the casino and you decide, you know what, I really don't want to do this, and you go, you turn around and go back home, that's good gambling. Okay. You know? <laughs> uh, if you if you just go there for the cheap drinks right. and the nice dining, right. and you don't spend any money uh-huh. at, on the casino floor, yeah, that's another instance of good gambling. Okay. <laughs> you know? I, I think I'm noticing a trend in all your good gambling scenarios. As in people shouldn't gamble? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's stupid. What about scratchers, man? It's gambling. Yeah, 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 it's true. Those the, are the stupidest things. The poor types. It's it, well, it really is. And in my head, every time I see somebody buying one of those, I'm like, "You're like, literally, just give me the two dollars." Yeah. Like, what I'm gonna do with it? Buy a monster on the way to work <laughs> with your two dollars is better than you buying that ticket. Yeah. Like it's so I I can't stand it's that. because my brother you, buys when you all get the time, a scratcher me when you hold, let, let me let me lay it like, lay you're it out so for stupid. you. Let me lay it out for you. He's like, "Well, what if I won?" And I'm like, "Well, you haven't, and you've bought how many times?" Like, you could have that $100 now to put in the tank. Potential. Hold on. Potential. I'm explaining this to you. <laughs> Potential. Right. Because when you buy a scratcher. Right. And you Powerball, take your whatever it is. nickel or your quarter, or, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Your keys, or, your, or, your, or your Coke nail. And yeah. <laughs> and you go to scratch it. Yeah. Right before you start to scratch. Uh-huh. You have potential. Uh-huh. That and same as soon potential. As it's cleared off. That same potential you had when you were 16 and right. 17 and your body Full was in the best, best shape it's probably ever going to be in <clears throat> and you you, right. you, you you the world is your oyster and you have all these opportunities mm-hmm. limitless potential. Mm-hmm. And now you're in your 30s and you've squandered that potential. It's gone. You'll never have that body again. Even if that body was shit to begin with, you won't have it again. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's more shit now. Yeah, you realize that your penis's best days are behind it. Yeah. From here on out. Yeah. It's I thought about that. Your penis that just the deteriorates more and that more. That very and more thought. And more. I thought I thought my penis is probably never gonna be the same. You hit thirty and that testosterone just goes down and there's no way to stop it. You exercise till you're blue in the face. You can take supplements, uh, but are you you're either gonna end up with roid rage or a slow <laughs> declining testosterone. Right. Uh it's it's that potential because when you go to scratch it off it gives you that same Flash in a pan feeling that you had when you I were could 16, be 17, right. 18, 19 years old. Right. Of the and whole you had world. So many right opportunities. There. Right. Yeah. That's it takes you back yeah. to when you had potential. I think it's a little high, too. Like, you're like, ah. Oh, no, it, it is a high. That, that's, that's the point I'm getting at. It's, right. it's you getting high on the fact that this could happen oh, if wait, the, just get the a chance dice here. fall right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, see, and that's that's also why it's, it's a little like a blackjack or something for me. Because, like, this stocks thing, like, it really is based on my decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, like I can invest in a certain company or not. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's why there's at least some research. That's why my life philosophy is just don't do anything. 
<laughs> remain neutral. That way, you always have that same amount of The potential. worst thing that could happen to you is death. Right. Which is sweet release. <laughs> and everything else that could possibly happen to you could only be a positive. <laughs> if you don't do anything. If you don't do anything. Right. Look at that. It's raining today. What do you know? Yeah. Well, I like I I, I sometimes enjoy rain. I do too, actually. I was thinking about that with all it's been raining here in the last week it's, and a half. It's been great. It's been great. And yesterday I went to Schnooks and there was this snotty cashier. And I almost I seem to go through her line all the time. She's like 50 years old. She's always annoyed and like cranky. Just done with life. Yeah. So no. I'm I'm emptying contents onto my cart. <clears throat> Out of my cart onto the, the slider thing and little conveyor belt. Yeah, and she's uh, <laughs> the cart was behind me. I paid, and then she started to bag the things. And as I'm putting money back in my wallet, putting it in my pocket, reaching for the cart, start to pull the cart forward, she's, so it can be so, so she so can the put, bags can be put in right. put in there. And she says, "You should really bring your cart forward for me." <laughs> and I I looked at her. I'm like, should the, I hadn't thought of that, and I said it just like that. I'm like. Uh, and I gave her a look like, really? I And I just said, uh, I hadn't thought of that. Do you think it occurred to her that you were being a condescending dick? No, it absolutely did. <laughs> no, she she knew it. So you're no better. Because I, when I said, I hadn't thought of that, right. I locked gaze with her. And right. she looked at me in the eyes and like. And it was one of those moments where it's like, I'm being a dick and you know I'm being a yeah. dick. Because you're yeah. being, a, frankly, you're being a bitch. And every time I come through your line. Every Monday night when I come through here to get groceries, you're a bitch to me. Anyway, she made a comment about how, oh, I'm so glad I'm getting off in the half hour. I'm so tired of all this rain. And I looked at him like, I really like the rain. (laughs) So just double, you just, you hit her on one side and then hit her on the other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, rain is good for the earth. Pow. I know what to do with the cart. Ching. It's like it's like a depressing superhero. It's like you remember. I don't know if you ever read comic books, you remember, but you remember one of the heroes that used to talk the most was uh, Spider Man. He yeah. used to talk so much, man, to his villains and stuff, and he'd be like, "You can't do this," and I'm gonna, but I'm up here, and what if? Blah, and he was always talking. You you would be like that, uh, like if there was a comic book made of you, and you're just a big burly grizzly figure, and you, you're talking the whole time. You're not doing anything. Every panel just has you standing there. Mm-hmm. But but the whole time it's all just bubbles of you talking, and it only it's the most negative, depressing stuff yeah. that you've ever heard of. Yeah. yeah, it's just like constant eorisms through like the whole thing. <laughs> uh, anyways, said all that to say, one of the companies I invested in, MGT Capital Investments. Mm-hmm. This is an article from Business Insider. Formerly mentioned in this program, John McAfee, obviously. Uh, libertarian candidate for president, uh, nominee hopeful, uh, dude who ran McAfee antivirus for many years, uh, sold the company, you know, fled, I think it was Brazil on, because they, did they ask him about murder or something like that? And he was like, oh, it wasn't me. And then left or something like whatever. Anyways, a very storied past. But uh, yeah, here's the headline. John McAfee's mysterious new company is the hottest stock in America right now. Shares of the small tech company MGT Capital Investments were up more than 37% on Tuesday at $4.08 per share. And I will say, that's the majority of uh, where my gains have been mm-hmm. as I invested in MGT. Tuesday was another day in a stream of strong upward moves for the stock after the company announced on May 9th that it was naming John McAfee, founder of antivirus firm McAfee Security, as CEO and rebranding the firm John McAfee Global Technologies, Inc., and yeah, since he's come on board, it has been a line like this, man. 
it's been awesome. And I'm just I'm just riding it to uh, my retirement. That's about all there's to it. Well, good. You should. Yeah. John McAfee. Speaking of technology, so I pulled this article uh, specifically. Have you heard or seen any of this stuff sharing, uh, or it's been going around, I've seen it shared a couple places, about uh, what Facebook's algorithm supposedly has been doing or has done to trending topics on Facebook? Yeah, it, it, tri- you, it trims your timeline so that you only see right what you've seen before. You, well, yeah, variations on what you've seen before. Right. Uh, well, not only that, because anything anything new <laughs> that you've never seen before, oh, it's scary. Oh, uh. well, give me only things. Give me things to, to see on the internet that only confirm what I want. I already want. It. I don't want to see it if it doesn't agree with me. <laughs> My positions are so weak that I can't take any form of criticism ever. <laughs> Anyways, but besides that... Also, I'm a transgender f***skin. You can't just pigeonhole me, okay? <laughs> Bernie 2016. <sighs> I didn't realize we were interviewing Tumblr on this episode. Yes. <laughs> this episode of Give That Some Thought is brought to you by Tumblr. Stop oppressing me! <laughs> is that the tagline? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's, Tumblr, it, just, stop oppressing me. Yeah, just... Anytime you say Tumblr, yeah, uh, okay, we're gonna make a pact, you and you and me, right now. <laughs> okay. Anytime you, you and I say Tumblr yeah. this week, Tumblr ever, we're shaking yeah. hands on this. You can hear we the are. handshake. Yeah. We also have to follow with Tumblr. Stop oppressing me. It's Tumblr. Stop oppressing me. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so I was on Tumblr. Stop oppressing me, and I saw this weird link. Right. <laughs> and then it took me to somebody else's Tumblr. Stop oppressing me. <laughs> exactly. Um, no. Anyways, so their algorithm. We all know, uh, like they changed. They changed their timeline. Right uh, for advertisers and stuff, and, and for a lot of different reasons. But yeah, basically, what you were saying is it, is it's a, an algorithmic based feed that comes from what you've looked on looked at before. Yeah. Their plugins on other sites, etc. Et a lot of different things. Anyways, the news has come out, dude. Uh, it's also like super heavily censored. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, um, and, and this is just from the rap.com. You can find this all over the place wherever you want, but this is the one that I pulled. The rap.com leaked Facebook documents reveal human control over trending topics. So it's not just the computer deciding these are things that Matt Hume looks at, right? Mm-hmm. So so if it's a computer deciding, and this is kind of where I'm, I mean, it's a little against maybe free speech or what you would necessarily find on your own, but if you're Googling, you know, conspiracy theories and cannabis all day long, mm-hmm. then what you're going to see on Facebook is catered towards conspiracy theories and cannabis. Yeah. Okay. And I'm kind of, okay with that or indifferent because well that's what that's those are your interests right and they're sure. trying to they're trying to make a platform seem like it's most appealing to you so that you stay on yeah. there so that they yeah. can serve you more ads and make more money yeah okay mm-hmm. that's how it is that's why i don't but, upload anything on reddit unless it's porn <laughs> because like for instance for instance so i started at one point you'll go online and it'll just all be porn no yeah what in one glorious a, utopia a man can dream right uh so so about a week or so. A man oh, can wet dream. Oh, everything is sex. Oh my. Um, so a week or so ago, I started downvoting stuff on R the Donald. Just auto auto downvote. Like if I've seen it before, really? downvote, downvote. Because once I get past the first page, it's all R the Donald. The next six pages is are all from that subreddit, and I noticed that stuff from the R the Donald stopped showing up. Uh, they're still posting off, off an algorithm. Absolutely, Somehow. they do. Absolutely, they do. Because there are certain time, times a day where um, 
a sub won't just sh- it'll just won't show up. Um, evenings, like open up the Reddit app on my phone, and sometimes posts from R the Donald will be on pages on the front page. Sometimes not. Right. You know. I don't know. Despite maybe the number of upvotes or whatever. Precisely. I've noticed that from some. It seems like uh, so. I use and it seems it seems like upvotes for are the Donald sh- posts would go up in the evenings, seeing as how we're all at work during the day. <laughs> and the social justice warriors they have all day to right, troll right. on Reddit. <laughs> the evenings are where we give our upvotes because you see we don't have time. To be upvoting during shit day, posts because we've been on Reddit during the day. because Constructive you know, members of society. We get up late as possible. Right. And then we get ready for work. We go to our jobs. We earn a living. We pay our taxes. We come home. Uh, Look at and you, And we man. just want a little bit of peace. You know, if only my kids can grow up to be just a shadow of the great man you are, man. Just a shadow because you just don't want it to be the full thing. Because then that would mean they're obese like you. Exactly. I was about <laughs> to say, you don't want 300-pound kids. <laughs> Unless they're six nine, I like how we uh, both came to the, the the same deprecating fat joke. Yeah, <laughs> at your expense. I'm such a self deprecating person. That's that why my this show flex, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's why you listen. Yeah, you keep coming back for the fat funnies. Yeah, um, I hate myself, and Addison likes me watching me hate myself, and it's great. Tune in weekly on Thursdays, and when we get together, we hate on everybody else. So, what's not to love? See full circle. Mm-hmm. It's hate, hate, and then love. Anyways, no, so this Facebook thing, on the heels of allegations, so people have been kind of accusing Facebook of this for a while, mm-hmm. talking about it, saying, oh, this is probably the thing. On the heels of allegations that Facebook has been programming left-wing bias into its trending topic system, leaked documents confirm that the social network's operation is run like a traditional media organization with humans rather than a disinterested algorithm yeah. making coverage decisions. The Guardian uncovered internal Facebook files on Thursday that outline editorial decisions throughout the company's news operation, including guidelines on how to, quote, quote unquote, inject and, quote, unquote, blacklist particular stories. The guidelines are sure to bolster arguments that Facebook has made the discriminatory editorial decisions against right-wing media, The Guardian's Sam Thielman wrote. Now, what percentage of people in this... In, There's in, a leaked internal 21-page document called internal Facebook use only. People in the United States alone... What percentage of those people do you think get their news almost exclusively from Facebook? What percentage of people on Facebook? Exactly. Almost exclusively. So 80% of their news content comes from Facebook. I mean, there's... say it's 20%, 25%? Oh, oh, I'd say more than that. More than that? 40%? Uh, Well, you have to consider that there's a lot of people Let's just say a third. Let's just say a third. Okay, a third. You're probably so, right. Facebook gives them confirmation bias because you have you know all these groups that people join, right? You join this group for this ter- site news, you know. You join this group and you're you, you're subscribed to you know forty different groups and they're all giving you news things or whatever, right? And Facebook can just censor it and show you what they want exactly you to see. What they want, yeah. Whatever version of the story or whatever. But this is old news. This has been happening on the internet for ten years now. Right. No well, one, see, no one has cared to say anything. It's also about funny it. though because we didn't notice because it was all in, the u- user end agreements. Mm-hmm. It's all in there. Yeah, they don't have to show you anything right. that they don't want to show you. Right. And we're all just like, okay, I'll use it. Exactly. I want to. I want to see my friends post pictures of themselves in bikinis. I don't have want to have. That's to not what I do thing. on Facebook. I don't want to have. Neither do I. It's to keep up with my friends yeah. and their babies. I just get. I just get drunk and in bikinis. Oh. I only use Facebook if I'm like really drunk. 
That's that's how I know. To look at girls in bikinis, right? No, no, no. Oh, come on. No, usually just you can be honest with me, man. I mean, there was this one time. <laughs> See, in my but that it, wasn't for bikini stuff. That was for for, for foot stuff. In, <laughs> in my head, there is like Zuckerberg has like. Because I mean, he's uh, like, what is? I don't know, okay, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, fifty billion at least. Is it? I think so. Okay, thirty-five billion. Okay, right, thirty-five billion. What's thirteen billion once you have already have thirty-five? I mean, Man, I mean come on. But anyways, w- in my like sort of dream scenario, he has what is essential to like a bat cave, mm-hmm. and he can go down in it and literally. He can just browse like like one single page. Like you would go to like uh, anywhere you would store photos online, Google mm-hmm. Photos or Dropbox Photos, and he could just go and just swipe through and just literally start swiping bikini pictures of everybody on Facebook. The, what, how what would we're he not is, do that if he's a normal ass dude? How would he not build that in? And what are the, what are they going to say? What is fa- what is Facebook say? Oh, that's unethical, and I'm not okay with it. Okay, thirty five billion dollar. Uh, founder, like they're not gonna, they're just gonna say, okay, thank you for the job at Facebook because I'm the envy of everyone I know. Yeah. And yet, he he has he has like a giant, like it's like a 32 inch iPad, and he can just swipe, and there's it's just another bikini, and another bikini, and another bikini. So he, he what I'm, what I'm hearing from you, Addison, <laughs> is if if you and if Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. like if your positions were switched, right, you wouldn't use. That and just hold on with me because this is going somewhere. Okay, you wouldn't use all that power and money, prestige and whatever, to get actual women <laughs> to sleep with you. You would do it to sit alone in a cave, as you said, bat cave, in a dark right, cave somewhere. Yeah, uh, surrounded by uh, just a big iPad, nothing else. You just want a big iPad right. in the lair, right? And and <laughs> use the lair. Use that time. <laughs> to swipe through pictures of sixteen and seventeen year olds in bikinis on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay, until, I didn't say sixteen. Until you die of dehydration <laughs> in the cave. That's okay. That's right. I hope. I honestly hope that just 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 for the for my sake alone. I never no. Just for the anything. sake of the, of the world and poetry and art and everything beautiful. That a someone with thirty seven billion dollars in their twenties right does more with it than that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, he did give free shitty internet to Africans, you know. Oh yeah, so he they could were spy behind on them. that. Yeah, yeah. Probably all to convert them all to Islam. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Facebook. Um, it's kind of a dick. Uh, raise your hand if you were surprised, audience. Uh, if you were surprised by the fact, right? That let's Facebook just take a quick using, straw poll. Uh, is anybody here surprised by the fact that Facebook is spying on us and and, right. and not showing us everything? Anybody here? Our live audience. I'm seeing. Okay, this is a big crowd. I'm 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 counting through. I'm not seeing any hands. No one's surprised by this. Oh, there's one guy in the back. <laughs> Don't. That's drooling Mel. He's surprised by everything. <laughs> drooling Mel. <laughs> is that a reference, or is that? Did you just come up with that? Yeah, it's a reference to Mel. He's back in the back of the audience. Do you not see the drool coming out of his mouth right now? Mel, I do. It's fine. We like. No, you're doing great, bud. You're right. Doing great, bud. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's why there's a two drink venom. I'm, I'm here sorry. at our shows. I'm sorry. I I surprised him because <laughs> he's easily surprised. Right. Because that fact surprised. surprised him. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, no, uh, apparently censorship on Facebook is alive and well. Yeah. And, and it's not going anywhere. Be? And it's on Reddit. And it's on Tumblr. Stop oppressing me. <laughs> it's, it's on your, your, what's the other ones that people use? Twitter. Instagram. It's on your Twitters. It's yeah. on, it's every news site everywhere. Yeah. It's the internet as a whole. Yeah. Because Facebook's algorithm doesn't just change what you see on Facebook. If you're signed in and you're on your oh, yeah, browser, no, it changes the whole internet. It changes what or, you Google. Or a big portion of it. Yeah. It it, it 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 modifies what come up in a what comes up in a, a in a Google search. I don't know about that. Uh, but see, but then mm. but then if you look at the other side of it, but that's what Google does. Sure. Like if you if you like if you Google specific things, like like there is so much that goes into a Google search. That 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 you see just because you've Googled it before from that IP address, from that location, from that device, all that specific stuff. Or even Google, Google similar words. Yeah. Like if I say ISIS, if I Google ISIS Syria conspiracy. Right. Or ISIS versus ISIS uh, conspiracy um, army. Right. Okay. Right. Or ISIS army conspiracy or whatever. Right. It'll give me things Basically the same thing. Yeah. Well, and it's all based on stuff that you've Googled before. Yeah. And what they think you're going to like. Again, mm-hmm. and not that it's necessarily a fault on them, but they're doing that so that f- feasibly you'll see what you want to see because and, then you'll like the product and, you know and what? you'll keep going back to Google. You know what? When I when I Google St. Louis Cardinals schedule tomorrow. Which is why DuckDuckGo, everybody. When Are you I, familiar with DuckDuckGo? I am. I am. Yeah. When not, I, or not Google.com? That's that's a mirror for DuckDuckGo. Oh, is it's, it really? It's just not Google.com. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. When I when I Google St. Louis Cardinals schedule tomorrow, it just brings me up, you know, pictures of fat chicks. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> but, you know, I've seen it before, Google. Fat know. chicks in uh, ba- uh, baseball jerseys? Oh. oh. Yeah, not Google.com as a wrapper for DuckDuckGo. Hmm. I tried to use DuckDuckGo for a while. Yeah. For those that aren't familiar, DuckDuckGo is a search engine that their whole platform is that, like, it's literally not based, like, the, the search results are not um, different for different people, like, they're not, it's it's all completely, it's just searching the internet, carte blanche, like, there's yeah. no, there is no uh, curation or, or um, you know, sort of tracking or any of yeah. that kind of like you've searched this before so here's what you're going to want to see all that kind of stuff it is it is literally all another thing another thing that, that, that google does is have you ever gotten down to the bottom of a done a google search mm-hmm. you've gotten down to the bottom of the page mm-hmm. and it says these amount of uh two or three or however many amount of uh what would you say links um Results, right? These were removed from uh, revolt. DMCA or whatever. Not or Article Six right. of something this and that or the other. Yeah, some of that stuff is gen- generally legal, but also some of it is stuff that's just somebody says one thing, somebody says another, and so lawyers and then somebody took get to Google, involved, got rid of and it. Yeah. go to Google and say you have to take this down because it's not been proven in a court of law. It's just conjecture or whatever, and Google takes it down. It's very easy to say, and right now, in, in fact, Hillary Clinton's going through the same thing. This this picture that's going around all over Reddit right now, um, would people are getting banned for it and everything else. It's a picture of her uh, hugging the uh, f- former Grandmaster of the KKK. Really? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now I'm trying to find this on Google. And uh, it's it's been taken down. Uh, mods on uh, different subreddits are getting um, getting things taken out from under them and, and getting their, uh, oh, their wow. this privileges is, revoked. According to Snopes, this is true, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a legitimate picture. Shortly after Donald Trump declined to condemn David Duke and the Ku Klux Klan during an interview. 28th of February 2016, a photograph reportedly showing Hillary Clinton with former Senator Robert Byrd, a former Ku Klux Klan member, was widely circulated online. Mm-hmm. The photograph was posted by numerous websites, along with articles arguing the news media were being hypocritical in the coverage, etc., etc. Now, he wow. used to be former member of the KKK. Uh, and then she released a statement on it? You know, he quit once it, once it became a... Um, Today, our country has lost a true American original. My friend and mentor, Robert C. Byrd. <laughs> I think that's all you need, ladies and gentlemen. Now, once the KKK started getting uh, coming at odds with his political career, he left KKK and, and just did the Senate thing, just did politics. But, you know, I mean, the guy's, uh, you know... He repeatedly he apologized for his involvement with the KKK. I know I was wrong. Intolerance had no place in America. I apologize a thousand times. I don't mind apologizing over and over again. No, because he does. He 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 doesn't. The, uh, apology doesn't matter because you know who got him elected. It's KKK <laughs> to his first few her at least to his first few offices. Hillary Clinton, the KKK. Oh, <laughs> that gave him a vote a voter base to start with. Oh, right? he was a, he was a uh, wait. He was a member of. Oh, the Louisiana House of Representatives has run for U.S. Senator, Governor of Louisiana. He ran for president? Uh, I don't know. He might have been a nominee. Maybe. maybe. Spent his life founding and supporting various white nationalists and white supremacist groups. Which, you know, good on him, you know, because we got to keep these black people out of the country. There cannot one black person come to this country. Well, we got to keep. Are they already here? They're already here. Oh, they've and been here for hundreds of years, you say? Because God knows they've had a difficult stand on top. I mean, white people, that, no, I mean, that, they are on top, but let me tell you, that is the top of a pyramid, and it could teeter at any moment. And those white people will fall, and Addison, they know it. Addison, it's not going to happen, okay? And it has been easy to stay on top, okay? We have Never much We have much larger brains. We're much smarter, okay? <laughs> Plus, we don't have the weaknesses to, you know, pooping in the streets and uh, not being able to read things because our eyes are slanted, or you know, uh, being being susceptible to watermelon and chicken. You can cut that last part out because it's just it's just it's you didn't laugh, so the audience doesn't know I'm that it's sorry. a joke. I was getting... They just think I'm being racist. They think I'm being racist for no good reason. I know, and I, it was a good reason. Racism is completely justified if it's a joke. I'm okay. kidding. <laughs> Casual racism is, is the was lo- longest standing funniest thing. Just kidding, guys. Just Ann, kidding. And Coulter arrested for using a women's bathroom. <laughs> I'm just clicking around on Snopes. Oh. This stuff is great. God, I love this website. Speaking of that, we we talked during the Lost episode last week. About the Target. Week before, you want to talk some more about, about the it? whole you got transgender things? Well, so I did have a thought. In this whole... Well, let's, well, let's <clears throat> give that some thought, man. So this presidential decree from Obama couple weeks ago yeah what was we didn't even talk about that so what did he say or what did he do like what is what he said what? That, that states <laughs> should decide this is no way a law this is not the law of land but he said that the federal government right will do everything in its power to make sure that states comply with um letting people use whatever restroom they feel most comfortable with 
And it was just like a statement, just a nod of like. So two days ago, there's this. Like so two days ago, some Tumblerina, <laughs> stop oppressing me. Goes to use the bathroom, mm-hmm. and the lady's in there, and she says that this person is a disgrace and disgraceful and disgusting. Wait, and, what? Now, does this person not transgendered, just kind of butch? <laughs> okay, that's it. So just an ugly person. No, she she she's not ugly. She, I I saw a picture. She's not ugly. It's just she's butch. Like I don't think Rachel Maddow's ugly. She's oh, I do. Not super attractive. But you know she's why? You know butch. why I think she's ugly, man? Because I like feminine women. Oh well. I like me some curves. Well, who doesn't? People that like butch. Okay. Well, <laughs> she's not terrible looking. She's in the Lena Dunham class. I like my women like I like my scotch, man. 12 years old and mixed up in Coke. It's a terrible way to drink scotch. <sighs> Anyways. Continue. So so basically, then she gets on to YouTube. So and Pudge goes into the bathroom. She, this lady goes in the bathroom, gets mistaken for some a, a man transitioning to a woman. Or what and, have you. <laughs> and somebody says, calls her disgusting. End of it. Just okay. to her face in the restaurant. So she gets on Twitter and then says all this other stuff. But she's being oppressed and all this other. And so she has millions of hits now in a couple of days. And, and she's right. all over the news. She's all over Reddit today. Okay. So this would not have been a thing if Obama had not said anything about it. Now, we've, or, we've, or Target hadn't said, Target hadn't like taken their soapbox well, either. Target is taking a soapbox because they are the moral high ground when it comes to Big box shopping, okay. Now, there, oh, as opposed to Walmart, when it comes exactly when it comes to big box real cheap retailers, there is no moral high ground because they're all making millions of dollars off of the backs of people who aren't getting paid enough and off of cheap products and cheap labor and things like that. Okay, but it's not as bad as pushing out mom and pop and slave labor and all this other stuff. As we all know, when you work but, at Walmart, you sign a document saying you can literally have my asshole and my firstborn yes. kid. Yes, so. So Target, in order to compete with Walmart, right. has to appeal to the people who are disgusted by Walmart. And the hip Therefore, ones. they have to take the moral high ground whenever possible. And this is an, an issue where they can polarize – well, not polarize people, but they can get people who hate Walmart anyway and are looking – just looking for an excuse to pay 50 cents more for everything across the board. <laughs> yeah. And but be able nicer. to walk out of the store. It is. Being able to walk out of the store having paid $40 more <laughs> – Right. On their purchase. Right. But having paid that extra $40 more for a sense of moral superiority. Said all who that, doesn't want to pay for that? Said all that to say, I don't. I don't need it. I know I'm morally superior. I don't need your fucking affirmation, people. <laughs> yeah. Step to me. What? Well, there anyway, you go. No. So, so what, I, what I was going to say, if Obama had just not said anything about this, it would have not been an issue. Yes, it's an it's an issue on a... Micro scale, on an individual scale, um, North Carolina shouldn't be passing laws like this because, uh, long story short, um, no man who wants to become a woman goes into the, like we've said before, you don't go into a bathroom for sexy time, okay? Right. Unless it's the men's bathroom. Women's bathrooms are oasises in the desert. It's true. You go into a women's bathroom, it smells of lavender and jasmine. Uh, there's usually a cello player in the corner. Right. 
Um, it's like an oasis. Mm-hmm. The lights are dimmed, the and they're not. The they're not. They're not those harsh. All the toilet seats are heated. I've heard. Uh huh. Never been, but yeah. I've heard. And not, I've I've heard that they have. Typically, there's a like a, a sound machine with a babbling brook, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mar- marble everything. Yeah. Marble everything. Yeah. Uh, live plants. Um, and I've heard that some bathrooms do this. Now I'm I'm not down with it because it's a little bit disgusting. Right. But some ladies' bathrooms have pet therapy. Oh. So, you like, you have a golden retriever. If you want to just sit down and have a calming moment with a pet. Okay. Put its head on your, you know. You could bring a ferret in, lap. whatever it is. They have No, they have a pet yeah. there that you can just cuddle with for a minute. Oh, okay. To make you feel positive about you. Right. Um, They have two types of toilet paper. Number so one. So, what are they calling them? The, the, um, the oppression pelicans? Yes. Yeah, yep. that's right. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> So that's the next uh, women's bathrooms. I, need, uh, I have a doctor's note so I can take my pelican on a plane. The heights of luxury. Yeah. Men's bathrooms, disgusting, terrible, amoral places where you have to watch your back or you get knifed. Every single one of them. I've never been in a men's bathroom that I wasn't looking <laughs> over my shoulder, shoulder the entire time. No, it's time. true. It's true. I get that. I get that mm-hmm. gut feeling. Like you're like, mm, what's going on in here? I could get murdered in here. Yeah. Or, or the, the if a man goes into a women's bathroom dressed as a woman. Right. He goes in there for the free soaps. For the <laughs> for the niceness. And the scent. Yeah. And he doesn't go in there to, to take a sneak look at your whatever. Right. Okay? Speaking of that, it took And my if you let your kid go, in, go into any public place where it's an excluded place where they could be alone with a stranger. That's on you. That's on you. Period. You're an idiot. Yep. Be a better parent. Yep. Your, your child shouldn't be allowed to go to a public restroom alone until that child couldn't strike somebody and run away. <laughs> If they're a male, at least. Yeah. If they're a female, you know, eight months old, just let them go in there. We'll well, I mean, fine. if it's a female, you need to be following your daughters into the bathroom until they're at least 72. But <laughs> No, I took my son to uh, Gingham's. Anybody who's from the area will be familiar. It's, yeah. a, it's a greasy spoon diner here in St. Charles. Uh, and he was sitting in his chair, and he he did did what he does. And he stands up, uh, and the belt kind of holds him down, but his, his, so his knees are still bent as he as they're in the, that little high chair and he stands up and he goes he points his diaper and he goes poop <laughs> just right at right at the table and and i'm I, like i'm i literally I just look at him and i say well we're not going here son so that one's going in the diaper because i don't even want to go into the king of bathroom no, to do to do my business you don't and gingham's much is less, a foul much place less take my son in there yeah gingham's isn't a foul place <laughs> it's just the bathroom is like the least important part of that restaurant every time i've ever walked into well and i think it's the least cleaned like of every bathroom, uh, the booth where Dan sits is at least clean. I I walk. You know in Dan? There. Do you know yeah. Dan? Oh yeah, yeah. Dan, cigar Dan. Dan's a skeevy dude. Yeah. The booth where Dan sits on a regular basis is the least clean place yeah. in that place. Well, anyways, so I every time I walk into the bathroom at Gingham's, I think one single thought every single time, and I I, I think it perfectly describes where we live. Uh, in addition to Gingham's itself, I walk in and I think to myself. Heroin's been done in here. Oh yeah, yeah. Just it's just so matter of factly. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you walk into a place and you'll be like, oh, I wonder if anybody's ever lit enjoyed in here. I wonder if anybody's ever taken their pants off in here. Yeah. Or at least that's what I do when I'm out and about. Sure, sure. But I walk into the gingham's bathroom every time and I think, heroin's been done in here. Yeah. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's not even now. Probably you, within several hours. Now a little bit of Saint. <laughs> for Ch- being honest, a little bit of Saint Charles trivia, a little bit of Gingham's trivia. Uh huh. So we're talking about our favorite crazy place to go eat, right? And their food is delicious. Oh, I don't oh, want to really think about is. where it comes from. By the from, way, I went there the other delicious. day. Delicious. They have these new things called uh, toasted guacamole. It just sounds like an abortion. 
why'd you have to describe it that way? The literally the 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 best way I can describe it is it's like a crab rangoon, but guacamole. Hmm. They are delicious. Hmm. Interesting. Anyways, Gingham's bathroom. Uh, oh, Gingham's Gingham's uh, trivia. Did you know that there are four bathrooms in Gingham's? Uh, I was only familiar with the men's and women's right up there. There's two that you know about. Right. But there's also two single-stall bathrooms in the back for employees to use. Really? Employees have to use those bathrooms or you get in trouble. Really? And they have that rule. That seems kind of odd. Because employees don't want to use those bathrooms. Because as bad as the two that all the drunks... And everybody else yeah. uses all of St. Charles's. The ones in the back, people, are so much worse. Really, the and, employee ones. Yeah, and they're like three feet by three feet. Oh, so it's one of those like kind of yeah. You're wearing the bathroom. I mm-hmm. hate those. Mm-hmm. Such a mm-hmm. such a sinking gut feeling. Yeah. You, you just mm, I'm in here. This yeah. is what I'm doing. Suffice it to say, when I worked there, it was really really hard to pull off smoking weed in that bathroom. But I found a way. So. <laughs> Well, good on you. Yeah. Where there's a will, there's a way, Matt, and I'm glad to see that you're still taking, uh, accepting life's challenges head on. <coughs> uh, so I want to go back to the transgender thing and the transgender bathrooms and okay. Obama's statement because I want to clarify right. exactly how I feel about this. You don't make a statement like that because it instantly puts people at odds. Uh, yeah, right. You're creating an issue where, yes, it happens, people get discriminated against, and you're going to have... A, a trans woman who isn't passing at all. Right. Use a women's restroom and she's going to get dirty looks and people are going to call her disgusting and say bad things about her. Right. To her face. And that's going to be traumatic for her. And I'm sorry that had to happen, okay? There are some people who just can't be like, oh, yeah, okay, well, you're you. You're, and yeah. You're not hurting me, so good on you. Well, especially okay? in a bathroom but, of all places because they're going in a stall. Yeah, but, but... Like there's literally walls between you. In a women's bathroom, yeah, there's no urinals. Right. Or urinals. Uh, but okay, okay. So 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 basically, you where you would have isolated. I use this stall in the men's bathroom for that very reason. Yes, where you would have people who go have to go through iso- isolated, traumatic, or mildly traumatic experiences, right? And then get consoled by their friends and family, and blah blah blah, whatever. Uh-huh. Maybe make a f- couple angry Facebook posts about it. <laughs> Instead, you have everybody looking at this issue, and so anybody who goes through even a mild amount of trauma, like right. you go into the bathroom, you get called disgusting. I've gone in the bathroom and had c- thrown at me before. Like not literally, but you know, it's 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 okay. Like there are so many worse things you can go to the bathroom. It's a bathroom, right. exactly. So so instead instead of it just you know something mildly annoying, somebody called you disgusting. Right. Okay. Well, you're a dick. Flip them off and go about your business. Right. Now it's something that's an issue, and this person has attained internet celebrity status because somebody called them disgusting because they went through mild bullying. Right. Okay. For something right. that's very hard for them, sure, but they shouldn't be doing any in any way because it's a mental disorder. Uh, but <laughs> what I'm saying is, is, is Obama had a very, very. Um, he 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 knew what he was doing, and he what he was doing was creating an issue that would simply distract us from other things that are going on to polarize us to make us feel so sorry for people like who are transgendered. For, to make it feel like their struggle is tantamount to civil rights. To to give us one more cause to spend all our energy on. A cause that won't go anywhere. Because guess what? In 30 years, it's not going to matter if you're transgendered. No one's going to give a shit. It's going to be like being gay. And 
you'll find some grandmas around the United States now and be like, hmm, hmm. and you ha- you'll always have your Westboro Baptists. Right. Okay. Right. But 90%, 95%, 99% of the people in this country don't care. Have no problem with you being gay and yeah. do not care at all. Yeah. At all. And in 20 years, it'll be the same thing for people who are transgendered or mm-hmm. trans species or, you know, whatever. <laughs> they identify as an attack helicopter. Okay. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. When I'm trading stocks, I identify as an attack helicopter, man. I got to be honest. Uh, a patch of D's nuts. <laughs> so, so so basically, and we've, we've gone over this before. Yeah. Uh, black people had to go through it. They had to go through some traumatic things in order to, to move the wheel of time and kill one generation off so the next be reborn. It'll where we'll be bored of it. Yeah. Where racism is boring and it's normalcy for them. And then we have to move the wheel of time so then it's the gays, okay? Right. And then it's this and then it's that. And to go back full circle, back to the very beginning of this whole Gary Johnson thing, like mm-hmm. fiscally conservative, socially liberal. Like, I know that all my right friends and family would have such an issue with that, but that's where I identify the most with. Yeah. Like, we're we're spending us to death. Stop worrying about the gays and the marijuana and the prison population. Yeah. Social issues can break a country, Mm -hmm. but they were never make a country. Right. You can't make a strong economy off of... Gays. (laughs) Making sure that no one ever gets called mean names. Right. It can't be done. Or or whether or not gays should get married or whether yeah. or not marijuana will be legalized or whether or not all these other and, – and that's the funny thing that like the, 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 the sort of uh, classical uh, um, definition of, of uh, a conservative is somebody who who is conservative fiscally but is a classical liberal in the sense that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Stay out of my business. They want, they, they want a small government. That's the idea of a conservative. Mm-hmm. And now it bums me out so much that the GOP is – God and guns, but even the guns thing. Like uh-huh. speaking of that, uh, some news in Missouri. Did you hear it got? It, it, oh it yeah, got the passed. whole conceal and carry thing. Yeah, uh, and now it'll go to Nixon, I guess, and we'll see if he vetoes it, which he probably will because he's a dick and he screwed me out of a million dollars. I don't see. Did I tell you about how Nixon screwed me out of a million dollars? Yeah, internet sales tax man, no longer do affiliates for this program. I don't see how million dollars I could have made off of off of uh, affiliate programs. Yeah, Matt and Jeremiah J. Nixon personally screwed me out of a million dollars when he yeah. signed the bill. He said, "This is for you, Addison. Fuck you." Well, he's a dick, and he'll probably veto this gun thing. But what do you think about that, though? Are, 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 there, are there two sides to that? Because because apparently well, there there's was, always two sides if, to well, it if you just simply oppose it without knowing about it. Well, but there was also – so there was an amendment in it that would have allowed uh, across the state, I guess unless a college made made the 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 rule themselves. Yeah. But the uh, there was going to be an amendment in there that across the state college students could carry on campus mm-hmm. if they were over 21. Yeah. Know? What do you think about that? Because that amendment was ultimately thrown out, but I do yeah. kind of think that because well, you me, have to get you have to get rid of that amendment because if you leave that amendment in, that means Missouri can't have one of those great school shootings that we've been hearing so much about, and all these other states get. Why does Colorado <laughs> get all the good school shootings? Right, they've gotten two. Okay, right. what, <laughs> they got the Batman guy, and they got you know the right. Dylan Klebold and, and Columbine. They have got two all-star school shootings. Where's Missouri? <laughs> right. Where's our Where's our Sandy Hook? Where's our <laughs> okay. Where's our totally made up school shooting? Well, we had Ferguson. 
That's as close as well. I mean, that, that was a national stage thing. Black people acting a fool, okay, is nothing that... <laughs> that's... That happens all the time. Right, exactly. Everywhere in the world. Yeah, go to Northwest Plaza any given damn day of the week. Yeah. Which, by the way, now is... is do you know they tore that down? Yeah, it was infested with blacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I remember. I'll never forget uh, my. If you're still listening, it's because you're totally racist. <laughs> because I totally ra- uh, my, racism is sleep deprivation for me. It, right. They go hand in hand. But no, I remember when we moved into my, uh, the 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 house my parents still live in, and and uh, it was totally infested with black. <laughs> oh, so they tear it down. No exterminator would take on the job. No, uh, <laughs> I remember when we moved into. Uh, well, they deal with bugs. You know, creatures. <laughs> They can think and have intent. Wow. You know what? They're not just going to salivate over Jordans. Anyways. If, <laughs> if you're, if you're going to go yeah. full racist. Go full stuff. Just go all the full, way out. You know, 90 right. miles an hour. Yeah. Go full tard. Yeah. Um, no, so we moved into the home that my, my parents are still at, right? They've been there like 15 years now, more than that. And I remember... I remember when we were first getting to know our neighbors, who still live there, by the way. I see them when my, I go over there to my parents. And we're, t- t- like, talking to them. And the guy, who is probably 15 years younger than my dad, they were talking about both having grown up in the area and just what had changed and where they went to high school. You know, that St. Louis, you know, backslapping stuff. And I'll never forget, <laughs> he was talking about St. Anne, which is where we moved from at the time. We lived over in St. Anne in North County, a couple, couple miles from Northwest Plaza. And that's my dad was telling him that. And he goes, he goes, yeah, I grew up over there. He's like, when we were kids, we used to call it little Africa. (laughs) Well, I remember the very last time I went in that mall too. I went in there with my mom probably 12 years ago. And this was even towards the end of it. And I remember, I remember, because she went into some, uh, it was like one of the department stores that was on the edge, you know? You know how the department stores would have entrances and then there'd be all the stuff in the mall. And she was shopping for something or other. And I walked into the mall and I remember just like looking around and I remember just feeling so out of place. Like I looked down and I looked, because I wanted to, I I was probably 13 at the time, whatever it was, and I wanted to go into another store because I'm like, mom's going to be busy do, and I want to go entertain myself. And I walked out and I looked and I'm like, there is not one store with an eyesight that I want to go in. Yeah. It was all just like, for lack of a better term, hood gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have no need for a white t-shirt that goes down to my knees. <laughs> not unless you're, you have somebody else who's, who has a large pair of pants that they're wearing, and you get to be on top, and you're trying to present right. as, you know, a much it's taller person. It's a comical person. effect, right? Yeah. No. Not unless you're pulling in old little rascals, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I have no need for a do-rag. Do you remember the do-rag? Blacks don't even wear the do-rag anymore. That, that, that has pretty much changed. I mean, some you know, do. You know you're in the deep hood when you see do-rags. Yeah, but that's just like... That's just like I saw a do-rag the other day, and I was like, Wow. Do you know why they do do rags? No, what's the do? What is because what is that? the upkeep on on black hair is is hard. It's it's it, it goes crazy a, a lot of times unless you're cutting it like regularly and all that. Yeah, with literally like there's a reason why black barber shops yeah are still a strong business is because if you're keeping a, you know a a a nice decent well kept 
yeah, head of hair, yeah, yeah. and you're a black person, yeah. you can't just comb it down like a white guy can and get away, or spike it up a little bit and get away with it. Yeah. Let it go for a month. You have to maintain that every week. <laughs> Seriously? And, yeah, I'm serious. And so yeah. when you have that, it gets, you know, a week, two weeks go by, and it gets springy here, springy here, and it gets a little nappy, and you don't <laughs> have time to put product in or whatever. Right. You throw your do-rag on, and people can't tell that you haven't why, had why time Why don't you have do time? It's not like you're going to a job. Boom! There it is. See, remember what you were saying about going all the way. Let's just we'll just get it all. They're always running late because they don't know how to work alarm clocks. Okay, <laughs> I've told you that before. They don't have jobs because they so can't race get up. Cast. That's it. Race yeah, cast. we we yeah. Um, I'm I'm too tired to do racist jokes. It's hard. There was a, it's hard being racist. It's hard being no, it's this. Not. It's, it's so easy. Hard there, being this. There was a black girl at work the other day that said something like mildly flirted to me, and I was like, I was like, uh, uh-uh, you you, and, and I just. I, and I kind of had a like a bit with it, and I was like, I was like, oh man, you better you better step off. And she was like, she was like, oh really or whatever, you know. And, I, and then I said, I was like, yeah, I'm afraid of that because I heard I heard once I go, I'm not coming back. <laughs> and, and she kind of chuckled. And then I was like, I was like, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I can't eat fried chicken every day of the week. Mm-hmm. That's that's gonna kill a white boy like me. Mm-hmm. It's like I I can only I can only tolerate so much Tyler Perry. I know y'all can watch it every day, but I can't. I can't tolerate any Tyler Perry. It is terrible. It is. It is. It is. It is solely humor for for black, and that's fine. I guess we have stuff that's only for white people, but that that's that stuff. Because I, and I remember I've I've for purposes of science, mm-hmm. for science as they say, I've I've watched Tyler Perry's shows to try and just. I consider myself a student of comedy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you could tell, sure, but uh, and I've watched. Tyler Perry, just because I'm like, okay, let me get it, because I'll watch like New Girl or something, yeah. just to okay, what what's here? There's got to be something here, right? Yeah. It it's it solely appeals to to black folks. Let me float this theory because this is a theory I've had for about Tyler Perry for a while. Have you Back said this on here before? Fifteen twenty years ago, when Tyler Perry was first getting started, uh huh. Okay, what he did was he got all the black people together and they had a secret black people meeting. Right, and he said, "All right, we have those too. We just wear hoods." Here's <laughs> there it is. Uh, paging Robert Byrd. There paging it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, oh, Hillary, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, he's dead, and I'll show up in his place. Anyway, <laughs> me and Billy are going to keep this house white. Oh, all, boom! There it is. They had a, they had a, <laughs> they had a secret all keep black people this meeting, house white. and they brought he good. brought all the black people together, mm-hmm. and they said he said, "Okay." All right, we're gonna we're gonna do this great joke. We're gonna play right. this great joke on white people. I'm gonna make movies, right? Like seventy five of them, <laughs> and they're all gonna have the he same. Really, like how many movies? They're he all made? gonna have the same plot, like four hundred. They're all gonna have the same actors and sets and all this other stuff. You guys just buy them. Just keep buying them. A ton of them. Keep watching them, no matter Every how one many of them, guys. How 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 much if you dislike all of you them? Buy them. Yeah, and none of you will like them because they're stupid. But. You just keep buying them, okay? Yeah. And white people will like say, "What is this?" Yeah, and then I don't get it. Yeah, it'll be funny <laughs> because they won't get it. <laughs> it'll be our thing. Yeah, it's to me. Tyler Perry is the world's biggest stupidest joke. Hmm. Um. You know. And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of black people who think he's a big stupid joke too. Just like Jeff Dunham. I mean. How many black people are watching Jeff Dunham? How many like, any people are watching Jeff Dunham? That guy blows. A lot, blows. Of, a lot of middle-aged white blows. people. A lot of middle-aged white people Jeff with, Dunham. with basic cable. Yep. 
I remember. I, I seriously remember. A lot remember, of stoners who fall asleep at about 7.30 and wake up at about 9.30 with the television on Jeff Dunham. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who watch Jeff Dunham. I literally, I remember waking up, or not waking up, but I remember in college when uh, Jeff Dunham sort of was really take, taken off and stuff. And uh, I was like, and everyone's like, oh, you got to see the funniest. And I remember people showing it to me, and I remember just thinking, this is sh- and that was even that was before I'd ever seen a Louis C.K. bit or or people that I would consider comedic greats in my opinion. I'm just like watching. I'm like, this guy's doing puppets. What is? There is a great, the perfect. I don't get it. There's a great time. It's like Big Bang to, Theory now. To know <laughs> and to appreciate and to watch ventriloquism. Mm. There is a great time for that, mm-hmm. and it's a time when ventriloquism is beautiful and amazing and mind blowing. And that time is 12 years old. That's it. And that's it. That's it. You hit 13, some some even 12 and a half, and it's lost its luster, and it's no longer funny. And if you still have it, you need to get checked out. Yeah. 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 If you, st- if you still think a talking dummy is entertaining mm-hmm. past 12 and a half, you need to get looked at. Yeah. Because I don't want you driving a car. Yeah. Because in your hands, it's a 2,000-pound death machine. Uh, you know, Jeff Dunham, he just really, really loves 12-year-olds. Wow. He's built his career around pleasing 12-year-olds. So does Bill Clinton, from everything I hear. Well, huh. Him and his pal Jeffrey Epstein. Apparently, Which, did you see that article I sent We're going to put a pin in that because we got yeah. to do that next week because it's time. Yeah, we're rolling along here. Uh, it's It's been great. Yeah. Dear listener. It has been. Um, Thanks for joining us on RaceCast. Well, you have, Ger- you have, you have any Jeffrey last Epstein. Ra- last time. is Jeffrey Epstein next time. Yeah. I'll give that some thought. Um, but for now. Uh, Hit us up on Telegram. Yeah. Follow the channel, all that good stuff. I'm loads of fun on Snapchat, too. Although I mostly just post about Death Wish Coffee. <laughs> well, dear listener. But I'm also a uh, a stocks mogul now. Yeah. So you can uh, hit me up on Telegram for investment advice. We'll we'll introduce, or we'll uh, we'll keep you updated on, on what he's doing. Yeah, maybe we'll just announce my portfolio every week sure. on the air, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then one week when you ask me, and I'm like, what? What do you mean? Then you'll know. Then... Yeah. Then you'll know. It took a dip. Yeah. A big dip. And and Daddy's Daddy's telling little Lucas he's not getting anything for Christmas. You just sing him a song. And if it's whimsical enough, they'll forget about he'll forget about all the terrible things you you did previously. Like for instance <laughs> It's such a good feeling. Right. A very good feeling. And on that note A feeling you know. That I'll be back uh, when the day is through. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Give and that I'll have more ideas it's all there. for you. I apologize for Matt's grumpiness at the beginning you'll and have his singing at the end. You'll want to talk about. Uh, and speaking I of music, since I kind of hit it on black people, I'm going to play a song by a black gentleman. I don't know if you've heard of him, Matt. Um, perhaps it'll resonate with our listeners. I love this song. You know this song? You know this song. Maybe. It's Teddy Pendergrass, man. Turn off the lights. <laughs> Light a candle. It's a beautiful song. Anyways, uh, twitter.com slash give thought show. Facebook.com slash give that some thought. Check us out. Just about everywhere. Let's take a shower. There it is. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that this was a, a sort of a foundation of black music? I mean, I don't know how old this is. And now we have 
Now we have Chris Brown closing his fist and punching a woman. I made that note to my wife about Kanye as well. He got so much hate for the Taylor line. And I was like, he said a joke about Taylor that was a little sexist. Chris Brown, white girls go ape for his music. He punched a woman in the face. They like that because they're... And we buy his albums. We buy his albums. Well, they like it. Anyways, we'll we'll leave you with that. Women don't know what they want. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in indecisive female land. See, you're the only one... In the world that I need. I love this has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.